Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Let me do it for you. And Tim Kalpakis. Let me take you down, because I'm going to. What is up? Okay, nice. good. That's Mike, I knew that's that one. I thought you were singing that. Mike, no. what was your do thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. No. So this is something that I found on TikTok and Instagram that I think oh, is so God. weird. Oh, great. <laughs> it's one of these things. I don't you want see you it. out there, Mike, on TikTok and no. Instagram. <laughs> it's okay. So I've got the uh, the parent filters on. <laughs> it's one of these Instagram things because I brought it up to so I was with a group of friends and I said, has anyone heard the does anyone know what I'm talking about when I say that? And it's let me do it for you. Let and what me it is, you down. <laughs> it's it's that paired with a dog called a borzoi dog. It's like a big, like okay. a big kind of tall dog, but very thin with a long like nose. Okay. And it's images of like that type of dog, usually a cartoon dog, like putting his nose into long nose into a Pringles can and getting something out or like <laughs> going down into the earth and getting mm-hmm. something out. Or like somebody will play that song and they'll like uh, pan their phone over to like a plug in the wall that looks like two black eyes and like a long snoot. Oh, yes. And it's a song. (laughs) It's an FKA Twigs song that's like being like reimagined. I tried to read up a little bit on, on the story of it, but like somebody made a a. We, so it, I sound crazy talking about, but so somebody made a audio recording of like Kermit and Piggy like breaking up or something, and that's like the Piggy's voice singing the FK Twigs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I'm you, watching you, them now; they're wild. <laughs> <laughs> these dogs are so weird. I don't like these dogs. Uh, well, I saw one this weekend. I was up in Tim's hometown of Woodstock, and I, I was we were on the street, and I saw one. I was like, "Oh my god, can I? What's your dog?" And uh, we told this person about the, the meme, and they didn't know what was going on either. <laughs> Please step away from my dogs. But since I've kept watching them, my TikTok and my Instagram is just filled with these constantly. How'd you like being up in Calpy Town, huh? Uh, good. We're gonna go back to the Borzoi thing in a second. It was very nice. Do we have to? Yes, we do. <laughs> because there's bigger points to be made here, Jeff. Okay. First of all, Woodstock's very nice, Tim. I saw where your old pizza shop was. Mm-hmm. It is now- yeah, what's it called now? Garden? Um, well, yeah. We, we had two pizzerias. One was Woodstock Pizza. It's now Garden Cafe. And the other was mm-hmm. Winchell's Pizza. Yeah. And it's now uh, Veggie Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> What's with these both... veggie people swooping in? I don't hey, all the pizza's gone. The veggie's in, man. <laughs> Which one did I see? The Winchell, old Winchell's or the old uh, Woodstock. Woodstock? That's like right on the Village Green. It was called Woodstock Pizza. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought. I, okay, I forgot that you guys had two uh, places. Which you had a cool T-shirt, the Woodstock Pizza one with like that big Cheshire cat like laying down. It was like a cat that kind of looked like Mike Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like it was like a cat on his side eating. It was a big fluffy pizza. cat. Yeah. 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 In repose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but so going back to the, uh, the Borzoi meme, yeah, that just, it's one of those things, you know, when you see memes and you learn about like where they came from or why they exist yeah. 
it still baffles me that that came together the way it did, and it's like a f- hitting so many people's eyeballs and ears. Not you two, but me, of course. <laughs> but but well, I mean, there's a ton of people doing it. Like I, I don't know why something gets big, and well, other things don't. It's so many pivots from the original like source material. Yeah, that's like, what it I mutated find so, so much. But and it's like it's only those mutations only happen because the last one was working. And then, and people were into it, so they kept mutating. But like, if you're trying to hear about it after the fact, it sounds crazy because it wasn't intelligent design. It was just this mm-hmm. thing. It's like it's like when you, if you didn't know about like Pepe the Frog, and then you're trying to read about Pepe the Frog, you're like, yeah, why right. did they? Why did they do this? And it's like, well, they didn't know they were doing it. You know, like they did it, they did it one little step at a time. There's that really good uh, documentary about Pepe the Frog. Feels good, man. Yeah, yeah, I gotta see that. You should. It's it just makes you think about how there's so much more going on in the internet and deep internets and stuff. That Ooh, you I don't like that. Like. I want to know, Mike. I don't know. I don't want to know either. But it's all happening. It's all happening under the surface. You see, Ew. of your phone. It I just saw me, it's too um, much. Uh, that doc is great. But I also saw something online uh, recently, a little doc piece about the difference between social media, which we use. It has your yeah. name on it, right? So you're being like. Hey, maybe if this is funny, I get some clout. Hey, maybe if this, if this is cool, I get some clout. But you're thinking in terms of you. Don't chase yeah. clout, Tim. It's an endless. Uh, it's I, endless. Hey, the idea of not being anonymous. <laughs> right. The yeah. very fun. To, like, I wouldn't touch my phone. If I were anonymous, there's no reason. I only go to my phone to try to convince the world that Tim is great, you know? But uh, <laughs> for for the, uh, for the uh, 4chan and 8chan and stuff, that's the very appeal is um yeah. is the anonymity but so i saw this little like a uh, doc that was saying like the climbiness of someone like me reaching for clout it's uh uh that's because i'm like seeing my life as an upward ladder because it's just like well i went to college and then i got jobs and now i want to get famous and i'm like but it was making the case for anonymity is like you're digging down and you're digging and you're like you're oh. uh in a way being like proudly like digging down into the dregs and that's what brings up brings out more like id thoughts is like lower aspirations which which is funny it's almost making the the influencer thing sound righteous which is not Um, but those are the two directions you have is you're either trying to convince the world you're great or you you're convinced that you don't matter at all so so then what becomes you get off on I'm being super honest. I'm being so honest, it's problematic. And I'm being so honest, I'm a Nazi now. Yikes. That's why, yeah, that's... uh, (laughs) Yikes. Which I don't condone. (laughs) Right. But, like, that's... And pay pay no attention to my Spotify wrapped playlist. (laughs) I maybe heard a few Kanye songs, but... (laughs) Because we were covering a documentary about it. Thank you. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, it seems like the 4chan, 8chan, where it's anonymous... That's where all the rough stuff comes out because people are like, hey, I got no connection to anything. Yeah. I can yeah. get crazy down Dude, there. Ooh. Check this out. I, I got an idea. 123 yeah. Chan. Ooh, yeah. Top mm-hmm. it. Just keep going. Yep. Oh, why, why, why 123? Well, 4, well, four Chan, then 8 Chan. Yeah. I'm going to top them all. 123 <laughs> Chan. Because yeah. you think oh, the, I would just go the, next one, <laughs> the next one they got is maybe uh, 16 best. Sixteen oh, I see, tops. I see. I'm trying to do some A to C thinking here, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Why not a billion? Whoa! I went for a, a prime number as well. Not prime. Sixty-one yes. times three would be one twenty-three. Wow, Timmy, is that, is that for real? Math no. man, I love this stuff. Stack up the, the numbers, divide them down, give them to me, baby. <laughs> give it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now you All said, right. wait, what did you say that was? No, it's not. He but there but 123 is not Divide prime, but it's not 61. 61. It's like 41, 41. Oh no, it's not 61. Six, oh fuck. You're close. I give it to you. No, Jeff, you're cutting all this. No, you get it. You get it. No, because you get it. Tim is great. <laughs> Four, yeah, you 40, got your clout now. 41. 41. Okay, so this is making me uh, think that maybe I should be anonymous and I and I shouldn't be an influencer. <laughs> Not only did I get the number wrong, I got it wrong and then kind of like bragged about it that I'm good at math. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually that would work on me. And I'd, I'd go, oh, yeah, Tim, anyone who says the math number first gets it and is probably right. But yeah. Jeff here. But I mean, Jeff's going to cut it out, it. so it doesn't matter. Damn. Right, right, right. That's snipped. Damn, damn. 
Consider that <laughs> snipped. Much like a cold martini cutting through the ribeye <laughs> in the stomach. <laughs> Ooh, martini. Uh, hey, uh, martini, not to jump the gun, but related to the drink of the day. Oh, shut, shut up. But first, but first, a little. Doot booze news. Hit it. <laughs> Muppets. Badada boovy. Badada boovy. Badada boovy. It's booze news, you goddamn Muppets. <laughs> Madonna movie go. was sent to us by Matt Hack. Who is not a hack, if you ask me. No. And if you have hey, a booze news no. theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Folks, over at our Patreon, it's Madonna Month because we're watching Madonna movies. It might be Madonna That's Movie Month. That's not true, though. Don't say it's we're Madonna rest- Movie Month, the way I see it. Yeah, no, we're doing it's- four Madonna movies this no, month. No, we're not. No, well, we're on not, Wednesday's yeah. episode of the blowout <laughs> to Patreon subscribers, they heard us talk about truth or dare. Did they not? Yes. They did. They did. And they loved it. They laughed throughout. Yeah. Yep. Well, we were funny and we were like, kind of cracking we're up. Full reports that they were laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, Madonna in Madonna news just announced her world tour. Oh, yes. But I- so aren't we? And we've been talking about Madonna for yes. a month now. Very prescient on the part of us boys. And we're what did I current. say? This is back in 2022. I said the next big thing that everyone's going to be running to is Madonna. You're did right. I not say that? Yes, did I you did. know her 60th birthday was coming up or that her 40th anniversary? I did not. I do not pay attention to, uh, I don't I don't value 60th birthdays the way I do 40, 50, and 70. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. weird because on my no, dad's but 60th, just, he gave him a big hug and he said, you're a hell of a guy. Yeah, but what did I do when I was 50? <laughs> I took him out. <laughs> he and I went out. We did a balloon ride. We did the whole thing. He took him down <laughs> to Atlantic City. <laughs> I showed him what was happening. Uh I've just felt like it's going to be one of these Madonna's going to come back and people are going to do, oh, I love Madonna. I've always loved Madonna. Let me post about Madonna. True. I knew it. I could feel it. Madonna. I've been on a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was probably your kick that got me uh, talking. No, no. But for me, it's the old stuff. Give me the first three albums. Sure. sure. For me, it's brand new. Music. (laughs) No, no. That's the weird middle, Mike. Come together. (laughs) The weird middle. All right, what's the booze news? Well, folks, it was the game show question heard around the world. Yes. yes. Recently, podcast listener Kyle Baker was a contestant on Jeopardy. And Mm -hmm. one of the categories was booze and brews, if you can believe it. And then this happened. Hit the clip. Um, I'll take brews and booze for a thousand. Creme de cacao and half and half are two other ingredients in this brandy cocktail, a favorite of John Lennon. Christina. What is a grasshopper? No. Kyle. What is a brandy Alexander? That's it. Kyle. That was cool, man. Hold on. I got the name wrong. His name is actually Kyle Daly. I said Kyle Baker, and I apologize. That's Um, okay. Kyle Daly, uh, he said that he, because he's a, a member of our Patreon, and he wrote on the Discord that he got this question right on Jeopardy because he heard about it on the Brandy Alexander That's episode. That's cool. And you know what? That is cool. And when you watch the clip too, he goes right to the highest ca- the number in that category. Ballsy yeah, move. I feel like people, people started doing it after that one dude. Yeah. Like one, so yeah, who's winning a ton of money that way? Forget his name. Um, I wonder if it was like, was it toward the end of a round or no? He just did it because he was like, no, oh, he had a fresh boys. board and it said, I'm a sloppy boys listener. I'm going whole hog. I, I want to dig up the episode and watch the rest of the, I bet I could get that whole category. I said, uh, I sent that to my family on the, on the family text thread and uh, they went, they thought it was great. <laughs> they thought that was great. <laughs> it is. It is great. Like usually, you know, we, we know people who like are answers to those quite like fully like uh, a project they've done or been yeah. a character of they are the answer but we just uh that would be <laughs> that would be like tim you going on jeopardy and then the one of the categories is gremers and lins <laughs> like i know this stuff i'd be like Ooh, i know I know, this. I know lins pretty well but i'm a little weak on gremers i'm rusty on my gremers <laughs> i remember i remember there was uh 
a whole lot of Gremers and a lot more Lins, or it was the other way around? <laughs> if you see a Gremer, you know you're getting Lin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I met Ken Jennings once. Really? You did. I was backstage at a San Francisco Sketchfest uh, comedy show that they were holding in like the big science center. And he was on, to, I think he was just doing, I don't know if he was going out to, there to tell jokes or what, but uh, he was there back. Oh, no, I think he was doing the show before us. And I said, oh, Ken Jennings, great. And uh, I'll tell you about my set. I went into this this huge glassed, glassed in area in the middle of the science center. The science center is really cool in San Francisco, but it's a very echoey room, a big crowd. And uh, hey, people ahead of me were going, they were getting some good laughs and stuff. And then I went up and I told some of my jokes. And uh, I didn't hear, you couldn't like hear anything in the room. It was one of those kind of just uh, acoustically, it was weird. So so I couldn't tell if they were laughing. And I said, I said hey, can you guys hear me okay? <laughs> and somebody's like, yep. <laughs> A little too well. So they could hear me. They just did not find me funny. And they were not <laughs> laughing at me. Uh, I, I disagree with him, Mike. You're a funny guy. I would have been laughing it up. Thank yep. you. Thank Charming, you. too, and handsome. Thank you. I, that's what a guy kept saying, too. <laughs> I'm funny. I'm charming. I'm handsome. And I met Ken Jennings. Hey, who's like hosting Jeopardy now? Is he is he permanent? I, Michael yeah, Richards. That's a good question. I feel like I always see <laughs> Ken Jennings and, uh, and uh, Blossom doing it. Nah. You got to bring back the goat. Um, Animate him. Animate him. Jeff. Animate the goat. Come on. Speaking of hosts, here's a funny thing. Um, maybe I was chewing one of your ears off about this but there's a show everyone knows on on mtv they have ridiculousness ridiculousness mm-hmm. hosted by rob, rob Deerdick. Deerdick. Yeah. but did you did you know there's another show called deliciousness that is hosted by amber Thiessen, and it's on it's on the same Wait, set tiffany amber Thiessen? no T- tiffany tiffany Thiessen. I, I knew to leave out one of she's ditched one of the one of the names, ah. and I thought she ditched her first name, but no, she she ditched her Kelly Kowalski. Yes. Uh, so 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 you're watching a bunch of ridiculousness, and then you're yeah. wa- a new show comes on, same set, same couch, same same screen they're thrown to, but it's deliciousness and it's just food fails instead of all manner of fails. I feel like you've told me about this, but you weren't chewing my ear off. Like you weren't telling me too much, so it wasn't like uh, I kind of stealthily sort of <laughs> you're being it, coy about it, incepted yeah. it, kind of teasing. You were like, "Look, I'm, I've been talking about this for a while, so I'm a little spent." But ridiculousness <laughs> happened. <laughs> There's deliciousness. Same set. I've been That's going around town saying this. So it's the same laptop. They save money on the laptop. They don't. <laughs> well, it's no longer a laptop. It's just kind of a cool set with a big screen up there. He doesn't <laughs> walk on a right, laptop. Cool. Um, that, uh, you know that, that that laptop they would like stand on it, right? Rob yeah. would, yeah, yeah. The other the other guests weren't allowed. Probably getting that thing cleaned must have been a problem. <laughs> Keeping it cleaned. Yeah, they had a giant air can of uh, canned air. <laughs> oh, are you concerned that I I called Kyle Daly, Kyle Baker, and then I called Tiffany Thiessen, Amber Thiessen? Do you think I'm going to get all the names wrong for the rest of the episode? Better I hope not. not, because you're introducing the. Yeah. Drink, so hopefully there's... Well, I hope I don't, George and Joey. I mean, <sighs> Mike and Jeff. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. George Damn, he... and Joey Trivia. <laughs> he called me Joey, the name I wanted my parents to change my name to when I was a kid. Hmm. Really? Hmm. I thought that would be a fun name for me. <laughs> I, for like a, a little, little bit, kangaroo I said, cub, huh? Yep. Because I, I used to call myself the kangaroo kid around the house. <laughs> Yeah, because I love to hop everywhere. Yes, <laughs> I had a hopping face, didn't we all? Mm. So wait, hold on. Going back to deliciousness, is it on MTV? Yeah, it'll be like you're watching a few hours of ridiculousness in prime time, hours. and then it leads <laughs> yeah. right into a couple episodes of deliciousness, and then back to more ridiculousness. You got to be watching close to even notice. Whoosh, they'll switch it on you. Boy, I thought I was watching ridic. I was watching delish. Hmm. All right, I'm wrapping up booze news. Sure, thank you. Anyone opposed? Nope. No. If you are, now's hey. your chance. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right, Tim, tell us about the drink of the day. The drink of the day is the Martinez you've had. No. No. 
Have you ever had the urge to look at that word and say <laughs> Martinez instead of Martinez? Because I feel like I've heard Martinez as well. Martinez is something, but... The same way you hear Caribbean and Caribbean and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But isn't Martinez a brand of something? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know I feel what. like there's a Sublime song that's like, Martinez, Martinez. Hmm. Anyway, for the purposes of the pod, I'm going to say Martinez, if that's cool with you guys. Um, I believe yeah, sure. that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, you've not had, you've not heard. Not both, no. no. Okay, I have not had, but I've heard quite a bit because this drink famously comes up when people are trying to trace the origins of the martini. Oh. Um, I've seen like several little like martini documentaries and featurettes or blurbs in books or chapters in books where it's like, you know, before there was the dry martini we know and love, there was a drink out in Martinez, California, up near San Francisco. And, you know, they say hey, it was like during the gold rush, the prospectors were coming down from the Comstock load and they were looking to spend some of their gold nuggets. And mm. there was this drink, a little brown cocktail. Um, it was it was either invented by our boy Jerry Thomas when he was bartending at the Occidental Hotel or by a bartender by the name of Richelieu who worked uh, at a, some saloon in Martinez. But um, people, this this is gin, you know, it's got sweet red vermouth in a gin drink. So people think that the sweet red vermouth here eventually gave way to dry vermouth. And then the martini was born, hence the name Martini Martinez. But mm. others say... As Mike, I believe, told us in our 100th episode about the martini, a lot of people believe the martini was invented in New York, straight up uh, a New York invention, and that the name doesn't come from Martinez, but comes from the brand of vermouth, uh, mm. Martini and oh, Rossi. Martini and Rossi? And that's, I believe that because I, you see that vermouth uh, everywhere and it did pre-exist, the, um, the martini. Oh, Either that makes way, sense. Ah. um. Honestly, in all my cocktail perusing, other than that conversation, nobody's talking about this drink. I don't think anybody <laughs> drinks this drink. It's like it's like a little brown cocktail in a glass. You know, it's I guess it's a martini with with red vermouth, but you could also say yeah. it's like a Manhattan. It, I mean, it That's sounds a little fancy for prospector times, doesn't it? it yeah, but they're rich. Oh, with that, their, that with prox- their gold. Prox- <laughs> no, I'm doing. T- I got Tim's pro- <laughs> prospectors, Jeff. Yes. With a with a wagon barrel full of yeah. gold. Yo, Post yeah. cash in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Daniel Plainview. Thank yes. you. Yes. There will be six. I'm a gold man. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, it's it's also like the Manhattan, right? Because Manhattan is uh, rye and sweet red vermouth. So you could either look at this as a martini with something swapped or a Manhattan with something, something swapped. Either mm-hmm. way, I've never had this and I've only seen it on one or two menus. So. We're going to give it a taste. It is an IBA cocktail, which is fantastic. Which, by the way, we're getting to the end of the IBA. We only have... um, Well, we got a lot left, don't we? Well, but I mean, this year, this summer... 22 after this. This summer, we're going to finish, probably. So then we end the podcast? What do we do? Yeah, we're done. No, no, we keep going. It's going to be more in the summer, because we we will skip a bunch. I mean, not not skip a bunch, but we will... Right, right. We'll get some weird weirdos. Well, we might skip a bunch as in, like, we're out on the sidewalk skipping around. Yeah, because we're so excited we got to the end of the IBA. <laughs> we're excited that we didn't skip any drinks. <laughs> um, now, wait, here's... Uh, Tim, I was a little... Uh, got a little confused. So what came first, the Martini or the Martinez? Um, the Martinez predate. So the, the gold rush is, well, the 49ers, right? 1849. So mm-hmm. that is uh, very early. And I, I feel like the Martini is more early 1900s vibe right going but on. so he so martinez oh. came first but tim is doubting that it's in fact the namesake for the, the namesake yeah gotcha. gotcha but hmm. i don't i've only i've only i'm only saying that because i've heard other i feel like i kind of you know we talked about like david wondrich tends to be the cocktail historian who comes along and says like hey you know that thing everybody's saying well that's actually false and the true thing we don't know because <laughs> he just kind of looks at dates that don't <laughs> add up nice so he's. It's good to have a guy like that, but it's just not super fun, fun to have a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's in this thing? Here's the IBA. You've, recipe. you've mentioned it. Yes, okay. it is. Bouge, 
45 milliliters of London dry gin. That's an ounce and a half of dry gin. I've got some old Tom gin that'll be really old, old time. Mm, Tangeray over here. I got some beef eater. I went out and got a new beef eater. That's bottle. nice. Ooh. I love beef. My eater. favorite. Now, just as much of that, we're going to have, uh, well, 45 milliliters of sweet red vermouth. I'm talking an ounce and a half. Oh, that's so much. Yeah. Haves and halvesies. That's a lot. Whew. And then we're going to do one bar spoon of maraschino liqueur, like a Luxardo, which we've mm-hmm. said is, it's a cherry liqueur, but it has the branches and leaves and sticks in there, so it's kind of stanky. Mm-hmm. It's going to taste very ashy, and it comes in a wicker basket bottle. <laughs> it tastes a little wickery, honestly, and it's most, I think of it as <laughs> the taste of a Hemingway daiquiri. Okay, sure. Um, and then finally... Two dashes of orange bitters, which you may have on hand yeah, from just the a little Yule Mule. Just a little. Yellow. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a bottle of that. That's fun. Uh, method. Pour all ingredients into a mixing glass mm-hmm. with huh? ice cubes. Stir well. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish lemon zest. Yeah. And you uh, know what? You might think you need two spoons. You don't. Take that spoon from the Luxardo. Maraschino, yep. That's your stirring spoon. Yep. Damn, I forgot. Holy shit! I Get the Swizzler. The, Get the Swizzler. Got the lemon zest. That's optional. That's optional. Good. It's good to have one guy who took the option. <laughs> yeah. Who or didn't take the option? <laughs> it didn't in this case. <laughs> I'm going to take the option, but I think our mission statement here is quite clear, guys. This is an ancient old drink that is has not been revived. So we kind of get to be the tastemaker. A lot of times we're here saying, "Oh yeah, the last word was dormant and then it came back." Or you know, yeah, hey, this we're, is we're like uh, three little Brendan Frasers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I saw the will. No, I feel like the no, mar- no, the mar- the drink is the Brendan Fraser, and we're we're the studio executive. No, no, no. I was going for the 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 Martinez is the mummy, and we're the Brendan Frasers. Oh, mummy! I thought you meant the whale. Oh, but. But Jeff, oh. it could also be Encino Man being dug up. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> so he was that's so interesting. This works it a is, lot of ways. <laughs> in his career, he played the dug up and the digger. Yeah, the digger and the diggy. <laughs> and then he himself <laughs> was dug up. Is was the, like had a the career artifact. revival. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That would be wow. a good if I was to write his book, I would call it the <laughs> the dug up and the the digger and the diggy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think you're getting that job, Mike. <laughs> yeah, and then the cover would be him covered in dirt. Yeah, modern day, covered in dirt. Half in the whale cut, like getting his makeup taken off in the whale. Somebody, somebody rushes in. Jeff, you rush in and dump this bucket on him. Tim, you take the picture. I'll distract him. So, Brendan, tell me more about your life. You don't have to distract the guy to take his own book cover photo, generally speaking. But this, um. he doesn't want to do it, so we're doing it this way. And now he's got a lot of that dirt and dust stuck in little parts of the, of the, of the latex. The yeah, costume. yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Mike, did you see the whale? I saw it uh, last week. Yeah, I saw it too. Tim, did you see it? Oh, yeah, we saw it together. Yeah, well, I was going to say, Mike, you know how how he's huge, so the way he has to stand up, he really struggles? Well, Mm. Jeff did a good bit at the end of that movie. Credits are rolling, and uh, I stand up, and then uh, Jeff goes, well, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Went back and forth. I lost my (laughs) shit. And you know what, Jeff? Remember, I bought pretzel bites and nachos Got full, put him under the chair for later, and then forgot and walked off. I wanted no. to bring him It's like thirty dollars. I had fucking pretzel bites. I had I went to like uh <laughs> watch the language, but okay. No, I didn't I said dude. You said fuck it. <laughs> Did I say fuck it? I didn't even I didn't even notice. Yeah, I had some uh pretzel dogs. So they were like little cocktail pretzels wrapped in or cocktail hot dogs wrapped in pretzel. Nice. Oh, I love that. And, sh- and then I had tater tots with uh queso. Yeah, it was a big a, nice. and gummy worms. It was a big night for me. <laughs> oh my! That's a, what a feast! I'll tell you what. I went to uh, last night. I went to the Way of the Water Avatar. Ooh, you finally saw it. Nice. Yeah, I did at the IMAX in um, Hollywood and Highland. The the Looks armpit cool, huh? that you don't want to go to, but a good yeah, good yeah. screen. And here's the thing: there's a Target a block away. Ooh! So I got oh. my snacks at the Target. Smart water, Sour Patch. Uh, did I have a flask of whiskey? Yes. The Sloppy <laughs> yes. Boys flask. Yeah. Nice. Guess how much the snacks were total? 100 bucks. Four bucks. 
What? Four bucks. Get Why? your stuff at Target. Get your Four snacks bucks at Target. Four uh, snacks, a, a Sour Patch, and a water? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That is a yep. good deal down at Target. Smuggle that into the TCL yep. Chinese Theater. That's a good That's a good theater. Mm-hmm. The big, that's big. How'd you like it, Jeff? It's uh, the, the, it's pretty cool looking, right? It is. It's fun. Um, I, I, I really, for the most part, uh, really enjoyed it. They are... It's not a normal movie, though. It's like James Cameron found a way to turn... He found a franchise where he just gets to make his own little planet Earths. Yeah. You know, they feel like they feel like science museum movies that also have an adventure in them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the, I guess the characters are more blue than science. Uh, that's movies. true. That's true. Well, all right. You want to go make these drinks? Let's do it. Folks, we'll see you right back here after the ads. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you got, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy. I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis. I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So, folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Martinez is in hand. Ooh. Man, I overfilled my teeny little glass and I yeah. didn't usually you do that and you reach down and sip, but I didn't want to do that because we have to do first right. sips on the pod. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So this I didn't would drip, yield much for me. I dripped it all the way. Oh, Michael, you got a very small yield. Yeah, is yeah. yours to specs, Timmy? Um Would you make a big one? Mine is to 45, specs. 45. 
but I, I have a tiny uh, cocktail glass. Mike, you have a big cocktail glass. And this is reminding me there's like I saw a punch article about how there's like a TikTok trend of like bartenders are catfishing you with your cocktail. They're not filling up the what? You You can fit two martinis into one martini glass. And it's kind of bullshit because it's like, who cares about the glass size? You're getting the same amount of shit. I'm getting catfished out here. Call Neve. <laughs> not to mention his silver-haired friend. Who is? There are two different ones. One in the movie and yeah. then the, in the TV show, they swapped out the silver-haired guy for a different one. Oh. What well, I love that. Ready? Okay. Looking good. Sips. There you go. Yeah, baby. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Curious. After taste of a little concoction, isn't it? Sure. Yes, yes. Very Definitely more indeed. of a Manhattan than a martini, eh, boys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that um it's got that whiskeyish warmth for a yeah. gin drink. That must just be the mooth. The whiskey <laughs> the whiskeyish warmth from a gin drink. Um I use <laughs> martini and Rossi. What type of vermouth you guys got? Wally Pratt. Dolan. I like Dolan. Dolan. What was the one I loved? It's expensive. Carpano. Antigua Carpano. That's the good shit, but it's expensive. And and vermouth also goes bad quickly, right? Yeah. Three months. Keep it in the fridge, folks. It goes very bad. Bad. Yeah, mine's probably bad. But drink's not so bad. No. Now, the flavor, if I were a prospector drinking this... I'm not covered in soot with my wheelbarrow and long beard drinking this. This is after I've got my Armani suit and mm-hmm. I've cashed right. out and I'm because this is a this is a fancy tasting drink. It's not a rugged. Yeah. Ooh. No. <laughs> it's got a it's got a real <gasps> feel to it. Yeah, real. <laughs> Could be I the, guess um, that's the uh Maraschino. I think that's the vermouth. Oh yeah, maybe. Maraschino got some stank. Mm-hmm. I put a little too much. That's all right. Hmm. This is a, this is interesting. I kind of wish there was a a cube in there to melt a little bit. You know what I mean? I always felt that way about um, NWA. I was like, I wish there was a cube in there. Hey, wait a second. There is. Ah, good, good. <laughs> yes. The perfect joke. I was thinking about NWA when I was making this drink, Tim. That's very funny to me. Really? How come? Because I was cutting a lemon and thinking of, express yourself. <laughs> Isn't that Badada? She also has, oh, she also. No, that's, express yourself. Yeah, yeah, she also You're does. thinking, express yourself and express yourself. It's very, very different. Very same lyrics. <laughs> I wouldn't say very different melody. Very, I wouldn't say the, <laughs> very different is the way to describe that. I'd say I'd say the I'd say the sentiment is very different. They're very the sentiment they are is very different. different. <laughs> you know, I was talking. My, I was texting with What's my mom today. What's your favorite aspect and, of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tradition. Uh, I was texting with my mom, and she was saying, you know, I was thinking about your water episode. Did you guys mention how ice cubes are water that make uh, that can change a drink drastically? I said, Mom, I, we didn't, but damn, damn it, if She's we right. are pissed that we didn't. Pretty much any time I have a drink straight up and I don't like it, I have it on the rocks and then I like it. Yeah, mm. Tim, didn't you mention that it dulls the taste if some if something is colder? It dulls yeah, your taste. Cold cold things <sighs> to everyone. It it it, it uh, impedes the taste buds. That's why you, like a mm. martini is like almost straight gin, but when it's cold, I mean ice also dilutes as well. But let's let's be honest here. Yeah, Th- this is a wild drink. I feel like. Uh... I don't think my vermouth has gone bad. I haven't had it for that long. I don't know, man. And it smelled it smelled like it's supposed to. This is like a good, normal drink that's not part of my purview. This isn't something that I would make if I didn't have a pod. But oh, right. it's, not, it's not bad. Now, to get to the bottom of that feeling, Jeff, may I submit, I mean, let me ask you, yeah. is it because I feel like this is a drink, I'm liking this, but I feel like it's like, hey, that's a use for your vermouth. And there's a lot of, well, you could use your vermouth in this. Yeah, you vermouth could use, use your vermouth. But a lot of time, aren't you sort of just like, well, are we going to be honest and, and ask if anyone actually likes 
vermouth for what right. it is. That's a it's good question. It's not dry or sweet red i couldn't i would never be able to drink it straight or just on its own on the rock like italian guys will just drink this stuff and it's nasty yeah, i'm not i'm not sure i like that idea but i do like it in uh you know it, when used well in a negroni or something a, I, I like yeah but it's such Bobby a less Alley? is more such a less is more yeah mm-hmm. type deal uh also i'm just learning which is good to learn you know about yourself mm. and the world around you mm. Mm-hmm. I like ice. I like limes. I don't like um, a little brown drink that is up and is um, grandfathery. Yeah, right, right, right. I get what you're saying. Something lighter. This feels like a heavy drink. Like, give me the bourbons and stuff like that on the rocks. Yeah. I uh, when I was in Kingston, New York, over the holidays, rolled into a tavern with some friends, Ooh. and I said, "Hey, can I get a round of Manhattans?" And all four of them came out on the rocks have you ever seen Hmm. such a thing no it wasn't bad but i thought it was a very strange assumption hey can i have Uh four manhattans here you go on the rocks my grandparents always used to make their manhattans with uh, on the rocks and i wonder if that's just like uh pepper and stinky some people grew up thinking they were on the rocks (laughs) yeah no but the the cartoon manhattan in your head is up that's the assumption Mm. that's the assumption Mm. Now, uh, do, do you guys go Manhattan or old-fashioned? I think I know the answer to this. Old-fashioned. old-fashioned. Yeah, of course. I do not. I'm not. I don't really like the Manhattan. I like the, I like that Wisconsin, the brandy old-fashioned, the best of them all. Brandy old-fashioned sweet. Woo! Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Timmy. Um, <laughs> you know what I thought about just now? You said you went into a tavern. We've all been to bars. We've been to pubs. We've been to lounges. I would love to, at one point in this podcast, we're not going to do it now because we're not going to look it up, but get... All the what a difference between a pub and a tavern and a bar is all. I think tavern. When I think pub, I think low ceilings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you pub, think sort of the tin ceiling that yeah. come on in and get to know me better. Hey. And then you go to a tavern. It's like, hey, we got the beers and come on and get to know me a little bit. <laughs> and a bar, a bar, you come in and you get to know me. Get to know me. <laughs> and what about a lounge? Get to know me. A lounge. You get to know me just a little bit. I only use the, the word club, tavern. You get to know me on the dance floor. Michael, doomsa doomsa. Come to the club. I I very rarely would just say tavern like that, but I chose the word here tonight because the place was it had tavern in the title. It was the Front Street mm. Tavern, so I was like, oh, we had a tavern. It wasn't especially taverny, but it was sort of like they were serving fish and chips, but just which you would call pub. Food. That's a tavern. Well, you know, in in like England and stuff, you go to a pub. And it's like uh, on Sundays, they'll just have like a roast going and you can have yeah. some of the oh, roast and the stew shit. and stuff. That's cool. It's like when uh, when we went to uh, Maeve's Residuals in L.A. and we found mm-hmm. the yeah. St. Pat's lamb stew in the back. We ate it and we shit our brains out. <laughs> well, yeah. hold on. Hold on. It was corned beef and cabbage. Don't there. make them look bad because they <laughs> it was St. Pat's and they yep. being a, a great institution in the neighborhood. Yeah. Made a St. Pat's lunch, corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, like early a lunch, now. a normal lunch time. A normal lunch. Now, when time. did we eat this, Jeff? You're saying past lunch? Yeah, this would be late night, <laughs> ten, ten o'clock. Ten o'clock you, in you the found earliest. the dishes, <laughs> but we put the corned beef and cabbage in in pint glass. In a pint glass, and you carried it home, eating out of the pint glass. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and we got sick from that. Yeah, mm. sick from that. Yes, mm. you know, because the meat had been out for we hours. Were, we were quite ill on that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That makes sense, and the. Cabbage, I can't imagine, is too good out after a while. Um, <laughs> That's going to make yeah. you sick, as, even if it's fresh. I I read a book called uh, Ten Restaurants That Changed America, I think. Mickey and D's, Wendy's, Burger King. It's uh, the big orange hat. Pretty crazy how, how recent the idea of a restaurant is. Like, when ah. do you guess, guess when guess when the first like restaurant was? What year? Like a hundred years, hundred twenty years ago. And where? I'm gonna say restaurant. I'm gonna say Boise. like zero, zero year zero. I think it's like the oldest thing ever in Bethlehem. Um, mm-hmm. No, 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 no. The, here's the thing. There were. I thought of this because of tavern, but there were like inns, right, where it's more of a hotel with a pub. And I'm staying at the hotel. Like typically, I would eat at home with my family, yeah. but I'm staying at this inn, so I'll have that existed for a long time, but. A restaurant that on a normal night that a person would just go eat food, pay, and leave 
It didn't happen until the 1800s in New York. Isn't that insane? Jeez. And uh, Delmonico's, the namesake of the Delmonico steak, and they invented the baked Alaska and a bunch of dishes. That is Uh a descendant of the Delmonico's was the first restaurant. Jeez, Louise. You serious? Yeah, dude. That's funny. I used to talk about this thing and uh, do a stand-up set. It's kind of a dumb... There was really no joke to it anyway, so I don't really do it anymore. But uh, I was walking (laughs) down the street, and I passed some people talking, and I heard this one guy go... You know, in the old days, there no there were no restaurants, and I used to make fun of that guy. But he was right, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, maybe it was you. <laughs> well, you always knew. I mean, in the old enough days, of course, you were going to there be no. I mean, if you said, "Hey, the old days back when the Big Bang happened, there were no restaurants." Well, right. That's what the joke to me was like. What old days? Like the caveman days? There's always restaurants. I made a joke that I go beat him up. You ever beat me up, dude? I am quite litigious, and you'll be hearing from Jacob Amrani. <laughs> I could though. I could beat. I could beat you both up. Given enough prep time and training, Nike. Nike. You what? hire a couple of guys that look like us, and you train on them for months. <laughs> hey, you! <laughs> I'm sick of it, Jeff. <laughs> and you too, Tim. Now I'm sick of it, Tim. Hmm. All right. Well, why don't we, um, what would you change? Would you change anything? Hmm. It's hard to no, say I, what I to don't change, know. you know, because you're like. This is what it is. I mean, I guess you could do it on the rocks, but it's, 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 it's all about how much mooth you want to taste. I might dial down in a round two, roll back the vermouth a little bit and amp up the gin just a little bit you know what i gotta say like usually i like bitters uh, orange bitters especially or orange taste this i feel like the orange really isn't like working with this like every time i take a sip i'm like ooh. oh you can taste it but it's not working i think so or you just don't like the taste my yeah this is a feeling this is strange we're all just drinking we're all just tasting our respective vermouths yeah that could be it too it's too much vermouth okay well, hmm. folks, we're going to do round two. When we come back, final thoughts. I love that for us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And we're back. I didn't tweak mine. Me neither. I'm still going on mine. It's it's not a glugger over here. Not a glugger. Sipper. Hanford household. Um. Mm. Yeah. I. I also. I feel a nice enough buzz already that I didn't need a second round. Yeah. I'm also sort of a light drinker. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. This you one gives I, you a buzz, but it also is a little woody. No, it's not. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a. Toy Story short. Yes, maybe. there is wood no, in there, li- Tim. There's the cherry bark. The cherry bark. <laughs> mm, I would say it's a Pixar a, short a, featuring. No, it's a light year. Featuring the <laughs> cast of Toy Story. Like like uh like Bo Peep to the rescue or something like that. Yeah, or like uh Mr. Potato Head loses his nose. Yeah, yeah. His fucking nose. <laughs> um final my final thought is <sighs> it's an order again. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> a defeated reluctant <laughs> yeah with a heavy sigh it's fine it's not my it's not my particular taste but it's a good drink hmm. how does it it's, stack up against the manhattan jay uh better than the manhattan we had on the show <whistles> but i didn't particularly like that mm-hmm. that one's due for a retrial we've said this before this one to me is a skipper bill next <laughs> thank you next 
Wow. Next. Uh, named for my uh, grandfather. Rest in yep. peace, Skipper Bill. Yes. I, I, I think it's it barely squeaks in as an order again because I because I I don't think this is a bad cocktail. So I would mm. order again. I'm just struggling to figure out why I wouldn't get a Manhattan. I sure. agree when, when I make Manhattans are bad, but I've had some good Manhattans in my life out at bars. So, but I guess I am more of a gin guy than a whiskey guy, big picture. So Really? Yeah. So I would say that here's my final word is when you're not in the mood for that bitey, bitey rye, then a <laughs> Martinez you should try. Ah, nice. Good. This is an Oregon for me if I'm at a bar and they're like, uh, look, the only ingredients we have are gin, red vermouth, <laughs> orange bitters, and Luxardo Maraschino. I say, okay, fine, make, fine. Make, make me something like that. It's funny, though, because isn't this yeah. weird? Just knowing that when you look at this drink, you're like, um, there's, what, four ingredients? Mm-hmm. If you hold three of the ingredients and just have gin... And you put it in the mixing glass with those cubes, and you stir it up, and you pour it, and you have a bone-dry martini. That's a delicious drink that we all love. <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird. So you've only just added three things that make it a little worse, a little worse, a little worse. <laughs> and then terrible. Now, here's my question for you guys. You guys uh, have heard of the Martinez, of course, but have you heard of the Martinez quiz? Wow! Oh! It's happening right now, right before your very eyes. This is the Martinez quiz, and you all know how this goes. Unless otherwise stated, it's a blurter. Okay. You got it. It's a blurt fest. Great. Oh, I can, let me give me a little pen so I can write down the scores, because I know you guys are going to get some of these. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I, I should okay. hope that uh, between the two of us, we get some of them. Get all of them, I hope. Okay, here we go. Number one. With what team did pitcher Pedro Martinez win a World Series? Expos. Yankees. No. Um, say Expos? Yeah. Yeah. Expos have been a team. Tim, 2004. Mets. Um, Can we just keep guessing? Dodgers. You just got to keep guessing. Uh, Rocky. We were in. <laughs> you remember it was a big It was a big deal. They hadn't won in a long, long time. Red Sox, folks. That's Boston the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Fuck, fuck, big fuck. That's my home himself. team. Yeah, that's Martinez. your home team. I skipped them. I skipped Pedro them. Martinez. I have a feeling. The pitcher. Did Pedro Martinez never play, never play for the Expos? <laughs> I, I don't know. He never did? The Expos. Ex- he, he was Expos, probably in I feel like never been a team. Yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Hey, the Expos have a good logo. Give me that. They do. They do. They do. I used to hear newsman A. Martinez on what Los Angeles nonprofit radio station? Um, uh, uh, KCRW. Nope. KXLU. KMUR. Nope. The key, you got the K right. KLOS. KTLA. Nope. KTLA. What was the first one you said, Tim? It may have been that because I think there's like a bunch of stations. KCRW? Yeah, but it's uh, that's not the one I'm looking. That's for. radio. KXLU, K K L O S. It's it's a it's a radio station. K- oh. KPCC. That's right, Timmy. KPCC. That's, that's I, one I also, notch down below. If you're going down to the to... bottom of the dial and you're like, should I stop at uh, KCRW? No, I'm going. Oh, oh we're getting too low. We got to pull up. <laughs> up it gets more and more. It gets more and more publicer, public radio <laughs> okay. down there. All the way rock bottom, by- <laughs> you're getting just uh, classical music 24-7. Yeah. You're getting the guy in the car next to you. It's that public. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, I used to, I used to, I still do donate $10 a month to them. And I didn't really realize it. And I got a phone call from, they were doing one of their pledge drives. And I got a call from the lady and she was like, hey, we're doing our pledge. And would you like to keep donating? I was like, oh, geez. I'm still donating. I'm doing 10 a month. She's like, oh, that's good. Would you like to up it? I was like, I don't even live in that state anymore. And she's like, oh, and you just. Still do this? I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't, but I'll let it go. (laughs) Number three, next question. Martinez, California was the birthplace of this baseball slugger and husband of Norma Jean Mortensen. Joe DiMaggio. Uh, Joe DiMaggio. Oh, Jeffy, I heard first on that one. Can you believe it? Before I heard Jeff say it so, so, so. So nothing. (laughs) Next question. Norma Jean, we all know, is Marilyn Monroe. Next question. The song Candle in the Wind, a song about Marilyn Monroe, was released 
Oh, this is the one I want to say. I'm going to say the question. You each get one guess. Okay. 1973. Okay. Okay. Uh, what year was the? Uh, yes, the end of the question. Each get a guess. The closest is the correctest. Okay. Tim says 1973. Can you can you say the whole thing? Yeah. Quick? Basically, when did the song "The Candle in the Wind"? <laughs> Quit fucking around. But when did the song? Is it like you can't go over? Okay. Just who got oh, wait. closest? I thought I thought we were talking about Tiny Dancer. Candle in the wind. Uh, like a candle in the wind. Seventy nine. Ooh, Tim is closer with it's seventy four. Damn, seventy four. Elton John Talk about Marilyn Monroe. He never knew her, but he sang a song about her anyway. Here we go. Next question. The Martinez cocktail calls for one bar spoon of maraschino liquor, but the band spoon has one song that I am familiar with. What is the name of that song? Underdog. Turn my camera on. Cherry Bomb. Nope. That's right. Cherry Bomb. The oh. correct title is You Got Your Cherry Bomb, but I thought it was just Cherry Bomb anyway. Oh. So. You know those cherry. other songs. I, I thought it was You Got Your Underdog. Yeah. Uh, ch- cherry Bomb, I know. Underdog, I probably know too, but Cherry Bomb is No, no. Underdog know. is fake. That was me trying to... Th- I knew it was like oh. Cherry Bomb. Uh, no, uh, Underdog is a spoon song. Is it? Is yeah. it Underdog in the Cherry Bomb song? That's that song that goes... da 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 that's cherry bomb. No. Wait, really? You got no bad for the underdog. The underdog. Oh. That's wait why you will not survive. I know two songs. Wait a second. You both get a point. No, wait, wait, wait. Because I'm the one who said I'm the one who said both of the songs. Yeah, and he definitely doesn't get two points, right, Mike? But but he doesn't get two points. But Tim said underdog. Or I'm sorry, Jeff said underdog. No, I said you I said turn my camera on. Oh, and Tim said underdog? Guys, I can't believe that they I can't believe you, get no points. you got nothing for the underdog <laughs> and you got your cherry bomb. That's insane that they have both. Hold of those on, songs. I'm looking it up. <laughs> underground? You got no love for the underground. You got no love for no, the No, you got no fear of the underground. Thunder, fear of yeah. the underdog. Underdog. It's underdog. <laughs> it's underdog. You got no fear that the cherry bomb. The other Wait a minute. I okay, right here locally, I only have underdog, but they do have a song. Wait, we're having like Mandela effect here because now you've yeah, you got your shit. I did look that one up. You got your cherry bomb, is a you got your cherry Um, bomb, you got no fear of the underdog. No, oh, yeah, you got your cherry bomb, is a song, yeah, 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 but what about underdog? No, it's on the same album. (laughs) What the fuck? These guys gotta write different songs, man. Yeah, let's talk to them. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on for now. <clears throat> okay. Martinez is a Spanish surname meaning son of blank. Martin. That's right, Jeff. Son of Martin. Now, Fuck. I looked this up too. Martin comes from the Latin Martinus, a derivative of Mars, the Roman god of fertility and war. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought no, it was Martin the Simpsons character. Interesting. I just recently watched and found funny some YouTube clips of this early 2000 Martin Short character. Bowfinger. YouTube um, clips of this early I, I have Martin a, Short oh, shit. character. Fuck. God damn it. Um, keep guessing, Jeff. Jiminy Glick. Uh, Jiminy Glick. It was the guy. Really? He's that recent? Yeah, I know. He had, a, he had a movie in 2004, I think. Wait, maybe that's... The fuck? Yeah. Maybe I'm confusing the 2004 from the uh, from the Pedro Martinez World Series. I forget when that happened. Moving on. He hmm. told a group of teens in a particular situation that they were not ready, but their kids are going to love it. Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Martin McFly for the Jeffy. A very particular situation he had with those kids. It was with the time travel. Okay. it's uh, uh, it's, It is now... Five to three, and we're coming upon our last question. I, I have three, right? You have three, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck. This is a two-point question, and there is a, a tiebreaker. So if you tie Jeff, mm-hmm. you can. there's a tiebreaker. But if Tim gets it, he'll just get the two points and win seven to three. Okay. <clears throat> I need a first and last name. This recurring character is a friend of... Cla- <clears throat> 
Let me try that again. This recurring character is a friend and classmate of Bart Simpson and Lisa's rival of intelligence. This recurring character is a friend and classmate of Bart Simpson. Oh, and rivals Lisa's intelligence. That was my mistake reading that. Sorry. I don't know the full Millhouse? name. Millhouse? The full name. First and last name. Um, Martin Lupinski. Martin Starr. Martin Oof. Dink. Martin, Martin, Martin Shelbyville. No, 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 no. Martin. Oh. Is it one syllable? Yes. Lutz. Martin. Martin Putz. Martin. Think Martin. of uh, his last name is a contemporary of Michael Jackson. Martin Prince. Martin Prince. Prince. Jeffy got it to tie it up. Damn. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Okay, here we go. This is the tiebreaker. I'm glad I f- dug this up. What is Martin Prince's age? Eight. Nine. Nine. Ten. Seven. And Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, went, Tim went backwards, and Jeff kept going up the ladder. Mike, you were holding dead you still. Have, I, yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> you were being quiet, but also wouldn't move a muscle. I, because I'm not looking at the screen when I'm, because uh, <laughs> I got the other thing. Jeff, you won. Oh yeah, I can't believe Honestly, you pulled it out of your ass. To, that's nice. I appreciate. I needed a W. Yeah, I feel like you say that a lot, and you, we've been hearing that a lot. I think you've been winning these a lot lately. No, only only lately. Oh, all right, all right. Whew, well, that was a good episode, huh? Good episode. Real good. Yeah, really. I'm gonna wrap it up though. Unfortunately. Oh, oh, there was there was one thing I wanted to show you guys. This is just kind of like a cool like show and tell thing. I was going to do Ooh. it during booze news, but I don't know if it's news per se. Uh, okay. You, you remember our post office box? Yes. We actually got a piece of, like a weird piece of mail to our post office box. But here's the thing. If you recall, uh-huh. we didn't give out the address to our post office box. Ooh. Kind of creepy, right? That is creepy. Yeah. Let's see what's in here. Oh, it's it's like this. Oh my it's like God. a letter. It's a letter, Hold and on. someone managed to get it to us, even though we never gave it the post office box number. It's kind of beat up looking, and it kind of looks like a like a ransom note or something here. Oh I'll, I'll see if maybe you guys can read it. <laughs> a wicked cackle, short of breath. <laughs> Bravo to Mike and Tim and Jeff. Ooh, this is exciting. The IBA is near complete. Kind of. That's not really true, but not true anymore. But I've devised another feat. Oh no. Let's see how the sloppies fare when mystery is in the air. No research ahead of time. Next week, the boys will go in blind. <gasps> Me, Trickster. Oh, the Trickster. <laughs> yes, signed, it's, the Trickster. Looks like it's been signed in scrawly handwriting. The Trickster. The trickster signed that. <laughs> yeah, I liked So the, the main lettering of the note was not quite as scrawly as the signature. <laughs> yeah. The wow. Trickster is, we're going in blind? Wait, so, hold on a second. What happened here? So somebody, the Trickster got, somehow got our address. Yeah. And do we know the Trickster? Do we have Don't ask me. Him? I know it was about as much he as you. He sounds like some sort of. Yeah, you don't know anything. He's almost like, so, like a Gotham-esque, villain-esque yeah. kind of a guy. How so? Mm, no, I take uh, it back. He's, he's not. <laughs> yeah. This is a com- kind of, probably like, a completely original kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's a whole new unique guy, and we shouldn't judge him before we meet him. Now, so next main or next blowout we're going into? Uh... I mean, judging by this letter, I think that the next main, <laughs> we are going to go in blind, and we're not going to know what drink it is until we press record. That's so oh, freaky shit. to me. I'm. Uh, are we going to? I hope we meet the trickster, and I hope he's got a funny voice. I hope so, that too. He maintains I, hope the so, whole time. I hope so, too. I hope he maintains the voice the whole time. Yeah, well, if we even meet him, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Ooh. God, the tricksters really got me besieged. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little worried. This is all very crazy. Yeah. Are you besieged? It's exciting. Kind of spooky. I'm terrified. And I'm going to see you guys out in uh, LA for the next. Oh, that's convenient. That's good. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's perfect for the tricksters' purposes. Yeah, that's actually good. How does the trickster know our P.O. box and my schedule? 
He seems to know our every move. <laughs> two, two, two moves ahead of us. Yeah. Ooh, the trickster. Yes. Tricking everyone. Sounds pretty good. Um, why don't we meet back <laughs> here good. same time next week, folks? If it is even the same time next week, who knows what the trickster will have in store for us. Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, everyone. Oh,